Welcome to today's daily podcast. We're continuing in our series on the, in the book of Ezra, and today we're looking at chapters 4, verses 7 to 25. If you've got your Bible, you might like to open it there and have a look. I'm not going to read the scripture for us, I'm simply going to refer to it. But for those who are joining us for the first time today, just a couple of sentences of background to see where we're at. After 70 years in exile, the captives from Judah were allowed to return to their homeland to Jerusalem. Nearly 50,000 people made the journey altogether. And upon their arrival, they began to rebuild the temple. In chapter 3, we saw how the workforce was made up of everyone who had returned from exile. And that when the building of the foundations had been completed, led by the Levites and priests, there was a celebration as instructed by King David. And it's worth pausing there for a moment before we move to today's chapter, because we see there that this celebration evoked a whole set of emotions. Just want to remind us from chapter 3, verses 11 to 13. With praise and thanksgiving they sang to the Lord, He is good, His love towards Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was made. But many of the older priests and Levites and family heads, who had seen the former temple, wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid, while others shouted for joy. No one could distinguish the sound of the sounds of joy from the sounds of weeping, because the people made so much noise and the sound was heard far away. Now a few days ago we looked at that scripture, so I'm not going to go into it, but I wanted to just think for a moment of how this resonates with life today, of lament and rejoicing. Right at the start of lockdown, the Lord's word to his people was that this was a time of shaking and rebirth. The Lord is deconstructing his church because he is bringing the new. And when that happens, there is lament and rejoicing. And we need to lament of what's been happening over COVID-19, over Black Lives Matters, over not seeing our loved ones, over lockdown. It's right to lament. And for some, that lament is immense. It actually involves death. And likewise, we need to rejoice with those who rejoice in who are learning new things and see what God is doing. And of course, we praise God in all times. Now, I refer to this passage first because as we look at today's passage, we see there is an up in the ante that comes with discouragement, with the lamenting, with the difficulty. Because now that the foundations of the temple had been made, opposition came. And we can expect that opposition. Yesterday with John, we saw how the residents had tried to discourage and frighten the people of Judah to keep them from their work. And today's passage is a continuation of that, where the ante has been increased. If you like, it's the next stage of the battle, where King Xerxes was ruling. His servants sent him a letter. Now, when we read the passage, we see they put themselves in a good light. Oh! We couldn't possibly come into your presence, King. You are so great. They're trying to, I guess, suck up to him, really. 
and then they slander the people of God. They, in a backhanded way, make a reference to this being a rebellious and wicked city. They're scaremongering. They're saying, if you let this be built, this temple, it will be to your disadvantage. The Jews will refuse to pay their taxes no more. Their tribute, their duty will be paid. Eventually, the raw revenues will suffer. It's all about money. It's all about scaremongering. And with this limited information and the slanted twist, they suggest the king researches the background, which he does. And the outcome was that King Xerxes sent men with a show of strength to force the Jews to stop building. I just think, how discouraging for the people of God. Maybe you're feeling like that as a Holy Trinity person. We've refurbished our building and now we don't seem to be able to use it. And what does the future look like? And what's happening? And I can't go to the church to worship, so how can I worship at home? And so it goes on. It's just a scheme of the enemy to discourage us. Daniel, who was around this time too, says this in chapter 7, verse 25. He will speak against the Most High and oppress, which means to wear out his holy people and try to set the times and the laws. The holy people will be delivered into his hands for times and times and half time. But I want us to notice it's the, it's the oppression, it's the wearing out. And that is a scheme of the enemy against the people of God. It was here in the, in the time of the people of Ezra. But it's a scheme of the enemy now to discourage and to wear out. And so what's our response? In Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, we read, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And we'll see as we go through the book of Ezra and Nehemiah that actually the temple, the walls of the city were rebuilt. The people then still continued to suffer oppression. They still had the temptation to be worn out. And for us today, I want to say this is a time of shaking because there will be a time of rebuilding. Be aware of the scheme of the enemy to wear out. Do not lose heart. Do not grow weary. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Lord, would you enable us to do that? We focus on you now, Lord. We set our resolve to say, yes, we fix our eyes on you, the author and perfecter of our faith, and we throw off weariness. We say we will not lose heart. We stand firm on the rock, who is Jesus Christ. Amen.